When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to do the show. I mean, shoot the dough with Aaron and Danae. Stream your Mixler every Tuesday at noon, Central, or available to download later on your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. So you love football. What? You love football. You, I heard you screamed at a football play this oh. weekend. I, my husband posted publicly about that, apparently. <laughs> yes, I watched the football. I got interested in it because he was so... Uh, there was like this game. It was potentially the last mm-hmm. game of Green Bay. And selfishly, that means that finally we don't have to have as much football on. Because if Green Bay doesn't play then my husband isn't as interested in football. So, so selfishly, I wanted them to lose. Lay out a few things you may have picked up or already know. Danae is not only not a sports fan, she's kind of against sports <laughs> in a lot of ways. Specifically football. <laughs> Especially football. Uh, but Danae's husband is a huge Green Bay huge. Packers fan. And, of course, with the game this weekend, yeah. wow. And I kind of tuned in right before Aaron Rodgers throws the football uh-huh. like in this really crazy ridiculous fashion and justin had just finished telling me all about hail mary and what that meant Mm -hmm. and so he he throws it the guy catches it and i got really excited Uh because i I was seeing it a lot unbelievable let's be honest it was an incredible play yeah and he'd done it before this season in fact he did it just on the last play basically here's what i didn't like about suddenly being interested in football then the next thing that happens is I'm suddenly invested in them winning. Mm-hmm. So now it's all tied up and blah, blah, blah. And then the other guys get the ball and they start running across the field through all of the green and yellow guys. <laughs> so the red guy is running and the green and yellow guys. I mean, it's like they're everywhere, but everyone's just like, see you later. It's like they're waving to him. And I'm getting mad because I'm like. Why aren't you like tackling him? Why isn't anybody jumping in front of his feet? Mm-hmm. And I realized this, I had gotten caught up. This is what happens. It's oh, like no. the first time that you do a drug or something, you know, <laughs> and you have a moment you're like, I can't ever do this again. It's just too much. Yeah. So I, kinda, I don't like the person I've become. Yeah. Because suddenly I was it's destroying my totally world. Totally fine with people tackling. I'm like, take him out of the knees. <laughs> you know, that's just not okay. So wow, you I got was, bloodthirsty very quickly. It was, it was intense. It was fast. It was unexpected, and it is over now. Yes. So I have returned back to my normal self. Green Bay uh, did eventually lose that game, so you don't have to worry about your husband being so into it. Can I rant about something else, though? Yeah, please do. Okay. Hey, we're going to be going into a random tandem, so you just you just go ahead and do what you need to do. Well, I got really upset about a saying that apparently people who like the footballs or listen to the footballs know about. Okay. He said that Aaron Rodgers just quote throws the ball to a bunch of homeless guys anyway. Hmm. Unquote. 
I, I don't know that I've ever heard that before. He said, my husband said, that basically what that means is that they're just all running around pointless without anywhere to go. And I got really upset because I'm like, we shouldn't be making light of homelessness. That is mm. not something where you're just like, you don't just like flippantly say that. Right. It's not like, I mean, to me, it was offensive on a level, like, as if it was to be like, like he's throwing to a bunch of cancer patients. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, we don't make fun of those people. Right. Something yeah, yeah. has happened to them and they are sick and ill and they have something horrible to go no, through. I think that's a valid point. Does that make sense? Yeah. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't use any other kind of uh, downtrodden or, you know, group of people to represent. If you're going to do, if you're going to make an analogy of some sort, right? You would want it to be, you know, in better taste, I would think, than a bunch of homeless people. I've never heard that before. So the idea is they're homeless because they're useless. I guess I don't know. Or is it because they like they don't know where they belong on the field? I don't know. I don't understand it. Hmm. Maybe there's some. The BDG says it means all his receivers aren't well known, and they probably wouldn't even play on any other team. Still doesn't make sense as to why it's homeless. Oh, okay. I no, I get it now. I get it now. Like he's like it. They're nobodies, but which that makes is it worse. Not okay. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no I know. Worse. I know. I know. I get it. Like, I understand. Plus, I mean, right now it is getting really cold. So the topic of homelessness, it's like it's gone from where people who don't have a place to go sure. can kind of survive to they can die. Yeah. And they don't have things. So it's just like, it's really upsetting to me. And it makes me hate football even more. There's another metaphor. Football especially has used a lot in their trying to pull back on for similar reasons. And that's all the war imagery and the war metaphor that goes along with sports. You know, to, you know, engage in a battle and to, you know, shoot them down. And, you know, those kind of things as well. Because Take them out at the knees. <laughs> I don't know that that's a war saying. Or anything, but uh, could it's be. It's a good place to take somebody down. Uh, but so, yeah, I think, I listen, with language, it's always good to investigate whether or not your language could be hurtful to someone. And if it could, you know, change it. It's not a big deal. I think it's, I think it's um, silly for us to be like, you know, oh, can't you take a joke, that kind of stuff. Look, if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings, then change the way you say it, right? Yeah. I think that's right. I don't know. Well, you ready to shoot a dough? Are we not already? I'm just kidding. Yes, <laughs> I am ready to shoot. Oh, it is Tuesday. I'm ready. I'm excited. Episode 103 today. Uh, of course, we'll start with uh, some perusal of the newsle, and uh, then we'll head into some random tandem stuff. Peruse uh, the news. We're going to, uh, on random tandem, by the way, what we do, so be thinking of this. If there's something that you want to chat about, uh, if you're listening live, Random Tandem is that episode where we look to you to design the show. So be thinking about, you know, maybe topics or things that, that you know, are on your mind that you want us to chat about. And then when we get there, uh, you know, we'll have some conversation about that stuff. Also be thinking of, you know, possible topics for a one word story because we'll usually do one of those. And I do have a game we might play in this Random Tandem Whoa. called Bacon or Rain. So we'll we'll see well, how that you goes. You said <laughs> that you may have a game, and then you say bacon or rain. You really need to, it is happening this episode. Oh, well, you no, listen, you can't. It's just a random say, tandem. No, mm-hmm. I said that for a very particular reason. It is a random tandem. If if we go in a different direction because that's what people want to talk about, I'm fine with that. Bacon or rain can be safe for another bacon day. Bacon and rain go together uh-huh. with everything. <laughs> it's like chocolate. Oh, 
Wasn't nice. there a kid that sang Chocolate Rain and became like this crazy YouTuber? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know that he became a famous... I think he became famous for that one mm. song. I can't remember his name. He had the Chocolate weirdest voice. Rain. It's like he was sucking in or something. He was... Yeah. It was so weird. I don't think it was like that. No, I can't I don't do think it. He, I don't think he was in a death metal band. No, that's how you... No, that's how you do it. You suck in. It's so weird. <laughs> Lesson learned. Your uvula got sucked in. All right. It is time for Peruse the News. Okay, Skywatcher. No, 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 no. No, oh. no, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. You oh. missed your cue. You missed your cue. Oh, I thought it was my turn. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. It is time for Peruse the News. It's time to go live now to the studio. Aaron and today looking through the news articles, seeing what catches their attention. It happens every Tuesday on Shoe the Dough. It's Peruse the News. Oh, yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta remember how that goes. Take a big breath. <laughs> you need me to go first? No, I already started mine. All right, go for it. Sky Watchers to get special treat: five planets and a comet. What? So it's been more than a decade since this has happened. Mm-hmm. In early morning skies, so you have to kind of get up early. Uh, from January twentieth to February twentieth, so it's like for a whole month, you can see five planets. Spanning the sky just before dawn. Mercury, Venus, Saturn, Mars, and Jupiter. Wow. Visible for about 45 minutes before the sunrise. I always think it's funny that they have to specify before the sunrise. As if people <laughs> forget that when the sun comes up, it is difficult to see things. In the sky. <laughs> anyway. Well, sometimes you can see the moon when the sun's up. It this happens. Is, this is the first time all of the so-called naked eye planets... I was just going to say that. ...have appeared together in the pre-dawn sky in more than a decade. I was just going to say, isn't that all the naked eye planets? That's all of them, right? There are no other planets we we can see with the naked eye. Meaning you don't need the binoculars or a telescope. Again, they have to explain <laughs> things that I think are pretty obvious. Well, some people might be like, I need to see the planets. That's why I'm taking off my clothes, officer. I like this article because it goes on with some tips because it's not like if you go out and you just look that you're uh-huh. going to know where to yeah, look. Yeah. So uh, they have an easy tool for, for people, including an app and things like that, so that you can kind of know where to get your bearings. But there is an astronomy app. And I remember, um, and of course, astronomy websites, I remember that there was a, a app where I think it may have been Google. Google Maps or something where you could flip a switch and it turned into this the stars. Mm-hmm. And so depend you could just hold up your phone and then look up into the sky and it would yeah. tell you which stars you were looking at. I remember at right that app. Too. It was one of the first apps I downloaded the first yeah. time I had a smartphone. Like it's an old app. It's been around forever. I should get that one. That would be probably pretty helpful. I wonder if it's on this list. I just remember when I tried to use that app, it did not work. Like I was I it, it did not line up with what I was looking at. So I don't know if it was just, you know, if it's gotten better since then, but it was not helpful in my, you know, interplanetary alignment visual discussion, if that makes sense. Do you think astronomers are like having a party for this month? I think astronomers, astronomers party as much as possible. <laughs> I think, really? I think they're the, um, yeah, I think they're the party, party animals the, of the, the, the scientific world. Yeah. Is that I why you so. call them astronomers? <laughs> wow! Wow! Listen, we may have just invented like the next craze: astronomers. That would be astronomers. That would be amazing. It sounds like a cartoon. It's like it's like Leo the lion, Cancer the crab, 
we'd probably have to change his name for sensitivity nope. reasons. Nope. But that's you got to run with it. Yeah, they would be the astronomers or the crustacean. The, well, it wasn't the crab part that I was wanting to change for sensitivity. Oh. It was the cancer part that I was wanting to change. Oh, for sensitivity reasons. No, <laughs> cancer doesn't get offended. Cancer is just mean. The astronomers. All right, good one. My turn. It is your turn. All right, let's stay in let's, the news. Let's stay in space. Uh, when I was perusing the news, uh, I saw that they have a flower in space now. That was exciting. They're growing plants in space. Actually, what happened was there was a little bit of mold of some sort that grew on the flower and threatened to kind of ruin their whole kind of, you know, botany experiments that they were doing in space. So they burned the station down, <laughs> started over again. No. That's what you do with mold. Is that really? Yeah. That's how you. I can just see your house, right? <laughs> This is Danae, Saturday morning. She gets up. She's looking for some toast and peanut butter. She goes over to the toaster, grabs the bread that's nearby there, pulls out a piece of bread. It's a little bit of mold on it. Mm -hmm. Immediately grabs a flamethrower. Goes out to the backyard. Goes out to the backyard. Mm -hmm. Also safety gear. Puts on her safety gear Mm -hmm. and then burns down her own home. No, no, the bread. (laughs) (laughs) But the good news is actually with this is that it helps teach them a lot about how things grow, how they, you know, uh, in space. And so it's, I don't know, scientifically interesting, I suppose. I did like the picture of the flower. You're probably going to think I'm super weird. Okay. How is this possible that I'm getting weirder? (laughs) So zero gravity grown flower. If you notice, the petals are curled like inward towards the center instead of it being like, because you know, like if you look at like a daisy, oh yeah, you've got yeah, all yeah, the yeah. petals, they're straight out, and then the next one's kind of layered behind it, and they're kind of all layered around each other. This one didn't grow like that because there's no gravity to affect it. So it's still a beautiful flower, but I found it really interesting how it developed. Yeah. I just, you wonder how long-term exposure to zero gravity will affect all living things. You know, you think about, they talk about for humans like bone density and those kind of things. You know, somebody who lives in zero G can't come to earth if they were like born and raised and and live there their whole life because their bones, you know, will just crumble when they try to walk. They wouldn't be able to move. Yeah. They would be like a little puddle of goo. (laughs) I don't know if they'd quite be a puddle, but same principle. All right. What else do you find when you peruse in the news and... Okay, so in California, there is a, quote, treasure hunt for gold rush era fruit and nut trees. So this is like a craze to try to find trees that have been around since the gold rush era that are still bearing fruit so that they can harvest the heirloom seeds and the heirloom so that people can have this like long, is it still called genealogy if it's a tree? Um. N- uh, Plantology. I guess. I guess. Well, <laughs> no. I guess. Called? I guess plants have genes, right? I don't. Yeah. Uh, everything I guess. living has DNA. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything has DNA. Right. Right. No. Right. No. 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 DNA is no. for living things. Living trees, living things, cell structures. We are not scientists. This is not a scientific <laughs> podcast, despite our peruse the news segments that we've chosen so uh, far. It's kind of funny because we just, <laughs> it reminds me of what's uh, got DNA. <laughs> Who's, is there something? Is that something we got? I mean, I know you're DNA and we're DNA together, but what's what is actually DNA? I don't know. Anyways, whether it's genealogy or not, go ahead and continue. They're resilient. These particular trees, they're really resilient. There's this whole story about it. It was really fascinating to me. It was from NPR. So, of course, they have really interesting mm-hmm. stories. But 
Um, so there's kind of like this interest in the agriculture sort of part of, of it. Like that there's these old trees that have withstood different diseases and they still bear a lot of fruit. So they're just trying to harvest all of that. So I thought that was that was interesting. So, so they're trying to figure figure out if like uh, explain the gold rush part to me. That's the part I was having trouble understanding. Okay, why is it a gold rush? Because they've been around like these trees have been around for a long time since the like f- since the gold rush. Uh. So, like a hundred and twenty year old pear tree is one of the things that's kind of mentioned. So there's this whole group of people who are really passionate about these different trees. I sound like a total hippie right now, but this was super <laughs> fascinating to me. There's also been like a lot of bees in the news, so that's been kind of fun. Bees and trees. Bees and trees. That's all Danae needs to seize. Lilac stuffs. <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, you ready for my next one? Genetics. It says the genetics of a particularly hardy. Part- that's what I, I mean. Yeah. We knew that. That's what yeah. we said. Yeah, we, we knew said that. that the whole time. We're we were so never smart. in doubt. We we've that's studied right. our science. Mm-hmm. We know that mm-hmm. trees have genetics. Pfft. Who would say they didn't? Not me. I really like this quote. Can I read this quote before you go? All right, please do. So there, this person is, uh, this lady is talking about the importance of this tree and why it would be sad if the trees were gone mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um. I've had trees talk to me and say, thank you. You're taking care of me again. I'm not, I'm not going to be alone. <laughs> There's a spirit in those plants. Okay. Anyway. Okay. That was beautiful. I know. You are. It's, like, it's a total are, hippie movement. You right are here. hippie tree movement right? going on. Uh, I had an awe moment that I had to share that's kind of making news uh, as I was perusing the news that I just happened to be in the room for because it took place at the Critics' Choice Awards this past weekend. Uh, And I don't know if you watch the awards, but we have a category called Best Young Actor. And little Jacob Tremblay from the movie Room won this. And he's, I don't know, he's got to be like nine, maybe. And his speech was just the sweetest thing. And it owned the room. And I'm not surprised it's kind of getting like passed around as a viral video, but I wanted you to to hear the speech. I think I've got it queued up here. So check this out. This is super cool. This, this is the best day of my life. I had to move the microphone down so it reached him. Um, I first want to say thank you to all the critics who voted for me. It must be a super hard vote because of all the other great actors in this category. I want to thank my parents and I love them very much. And I know where to put this. Um, Right on the shelf right beside my Millennium Falcon. How amazing is that? It was awesome. He owned the room. And then later he was going to... The room. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I see what I did there. Um, and then later he got his picture taken with BB-8 and it was super cute and stuff. BB-8 was there? BB-8 was there. That's cool. Yeah. Like legit, like not like a digital, you know, uh, trickery. Like BB-8 rolled across the stage. Like real BB-8. Like, you know, with the head on the ball and rolling and making the noises and the bleeps and the bloops and the lights. It was amazing. Did BB-8 make a speech? Well, he interrupted the guy from ILM making his speech. To make sure that he mentioned how hard the the machines had worked to do a lot of the the work, you know, the computer generated work. So, 
another fun moment of the evening. Did the head bob back and forth as it went, or was it stable? It was stable. Then it wasn't really BB-8. What do you mean? BB-8's head moves. Well, it moved like for emotion and stuff, but when he when he's rolling, he keeps it stable. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. It was BB-8. Aaron? Listen. You've watched the movie three times. Uh-huh. Four. Four. Okay. BB-8's head is not a stable head on top of its body. No, I know. I know. But when he moves, like when he is rolling, he has to use it for counterbalance. So he keeps it centered at the top. No. Aaron. Or towards the front if he's running. Aaron, no. What? No. BB-8's construct uh-huh. is such that his head has to move around to stay on a particular part. No. Yes, the whole entire movie, whenever no. he's rolling, his no. head moves. Well, his head, of course his head moves because his body is moving. I'm telling you, the BB-8 on stage moved exactly like the BB-8 in the movie. Whether or not he moves, like you say he moves or I say he moves, it was the same. I'm saying he was an imposter? No. Don't take that away from me. I was in the same room with BB-8. Okay, do you want to know about insects or do you want to know about... Oh, I have to choose? Yeah. Oh. Um, or do you want to know... Where where was the other one? I want to know Maybe. about insects. <laughs> where did the other one go? I had two things I was ready to go on and now the other one is gone and I'm really sad about that. Well, I guess that means I want to know about insects. Hmm. What did you find about insects while you were perusing the newsing? Well, it was on three different websites. So it seems like this is a pretty big deal. Hundreds of insect species living in houses. Hmm. So. Like our houses or their own houses? In our homes. Uh Just be prepared for like this impulse, like this this, pulse of information about insects. Be prepared. Even clean and normal American homes are crawling with an average of 100 species Arthropods, uh, which include like insects like a spider and a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they scoured 50 homes. This is in North Carolina and found at least 579 species. This is in California? Carolina, North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Flies, spiders, beetles, ants, book lice, just to name a few. Book lice. Mm-hmm. Does, do books have hair? Yeah. Yep. How, does, how does that work? Well paper hair <laughs> hello like a little the little like follicles oh you're serious no okay i'm not serious i am serious about bb-8 though i think if the paper if the paper uh like if you zoom in microscopically on the paper like it's got the little threading you know yeah. maybe that's maybe they're microscopic lice i'm just trying to help myself not worry about this right but that's the thing we've been living with them unbeknownst to us uh-huh. and then this team of researchers had to go be like you know what let's go and collect as many random like i guess it just took a huge vacuum cleaner i'm assuming because this is not in the article mm-hmm. and just started sucking things up around the house and then went and investigated under a microscope and discovered that we all have way more insects in our home than we thought don't we know this though I mean, don't we, isn't it, aren't we just living in denial? Like if you really search your heart, (laughs) if you really search your heart, you know that your house is full of nastiness, right? It's the same thing with like fecal matter, right? Like it's everywhere. You're going to jump to fecal matter. No, it's, but it's the same idea, right? We just constantly live in denial, but it's everywhere. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The transfer. I'm just saying. 
you know, if we really, we, we know that there are bugs in our homes. Yeah, you have to know that there's different bugs in the house. I've gotten to the point in our house where I just, I kind of, I, I just kind of nod at them when they walk by. They nod back. It didn't freak me out anymore. That's, when did it stop for you? Uh, we've, we've, I think we've got a resident um, type of cricket that lives here in the studio, here in the bunker where we do the show. And I, I just like, we're buddies now. I'm, I figure his name is Jiminy or some sort, you know, like he's in that, that family, probably my conscience. Um, he's a hipster cricket and he just rolled his <laughs> eyes at you. He's like, I am so tired of being associated with the Jiminy's. Listen, hipster cricket, calm down. <laughs> Listen, we'll make you, we'll make you a, a semi-official astronomal if, if you'll just, if you'll just nice. calm down. All right, my final one is uh, a little more serious. I feel bad kind of bringing us here. Uh, no, I don't really, but uh, hashtag Oscars so white. Have you been following that at all? Mm-mm. So second year in a row, there's been a lot of backlash because the Oscar nominations are so Caucasian. You know, everybody that's nominated is of the Caucasian descent. And so they're actually celebrities who are boycotting the Oscars. Jada Pinkett Smith, Spike Lee. I read about that. And uh, saying, we're not going because there needs to be a change. And actually, the Academy has come back and said, big changes are coming after the backlash, which to me, I go, wait a second. Was that on purpose then? What What are you? What, what is what on purpose? Like big changes coming after the backlash. What does that even mean? Like, right. That's we're what I'm going to open up an African-American category. Right? Like, what is that? What are what does that mean? I don't understand that. Like, I so so you're going to have a. Best actress, best actor, instead of just having a best acting. Uh-huh. And now you're going to potentially, like, I'm, I mean, they don't, they haven't announced this. I'm just making an assumption. And and then you, you open up the race issue. Like, that's, a, don't no, do that. never happen. Don't that'll, do that. No, that'll never happen. They can't do that's that. That's not what they mean. What are they going to do? I think what they mean is they are Honorable going... mentions? Like, <laughs> you're just making it worse. I'm just trying to think, like, what, no, I know. what could they possibly be? Here's Here's what I think they mean. I think they mean they're going to make changes to the member voting membership, like that the voting membership is at issue here, that it's very old, very white, you know, and so they're going to make changes that allow a more diverse group of people to become part of the Academy membership. Oh, because that's so you're part of a voting membership with the Critics' Choice Awards yourself. Yes. And that's very diverse. Yes, it is a very diverse group of people. Because it's a national group of people Mm -hmm. who are involved in the media who have an audience of people that they speak to i asked the director this weekend how many were in it now and i think he said like 287 so you know there's and they're from were from all across the country so so they would be smart i would think to you know it's like it gets like to be like the good old boys club or something yeah sometimes i feel like that about aspects of life you know where like you're like man there's just a few people that get to have all the fun make all the rules i would love to be one of those people <laughs> one of the few want no just, or just be included in more you know many i would like to be part of the change of that mm-hmm. culture right where we can like yeah first you got to get in and then you infiltrate right and and then and then you take your monies and you begin to invite other people to come in and, and influence society influence hush, influence culture <laughs> it's powerful stuff it is I mean, we get to do that with our show. I was going to say, you're kind of infiltrating right now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, I saw the that too, but what I was reading about was that Jada Pinkett Smith, who is one of the people who's speaking out against mm-hmm. the Oscars, is getting backlash because her husband wasn't given an, a, a nomination for... 
concussion. concussion. Yeah. And so there's somebody that used to work with him on Fresh Prince who did like a video back to it. Yeah. And her, Janet Hubert. Yes. I think and you're so, right. so she was like, I guess she's just putting it out there. She's like, you know, listen, just because I'm like, I'm not going to go against the Oscars just because your husband wasn't nominated. Yeah. But like what you're saying is it's a much deeper thing. Like this is it years seems and to years. Me, I think there's some legitimacy underneath there, but uh, at the same time, you vote for who you vote for. And unless you know somebody's heart, you can't know if they have, you know, a nefarious motive or, or even a subconscious tendency or motive. You know what I'm saying? I mean, racism is a tricky little subtle thing. Little. That's what I mean. It, it can it can feel little. You know, like it can feel like this, like a bug in your home that you don't realize is there. You know, until you you're brought attention to it. The problem is when you start nodding at it. Don't nod at racism. You you got to smush it, throw it out. Are you saying we should squish the bugs? No, I'm saying we should squish. In this metaphor, oh okay, racism is I'm the with bugs. You. I'm, I'm with saying you. I can I can nod at my cricket friend. I don't necessarily my hipster cricket friend. Squish bugs. Right, but. If racism is the bug, you got to get rid of that. Got to call on the exterminator. Right, I mean, Danae? Right, Aaron. <laughs> I think it's just a, I think that what's interesting about this topic is that it is a conversation that needs to happen about there being a mostly white presence mm-hmm. in our American culture. Yeah. And that I think that there's enough diversity in this country at this point that we need to begin to on purpose, bring in people who can help to see the diversity, whether it's, you know, African-American or any like an Asian. I love seeing diversity in our culture. And you you can kind of like get to go and pick it, whatever, whatever you want. But if our best TV and our, our best movies that are being nominated are large in part a, sh- a small sampling of mm-hmm. diversity, then I think there should be something done about that. Race, race in film is an interesting issue too because you start think of you know if, especially in like true stories, do, do you cast different races into you know an existing like one of the like we talked about the Broadway play on uh, uh, Hamilton that casts all black mm-hmm. actors yeah, and everything yeah. up into these Jeff- white characters. Oh yeah, Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, um, which is continues to to blow up. Um, I, I just think that you can do interesting things like that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, there does have to be an acknowledgement that, you know, the majority is the majority, so that doesn't give them more value or power, but it does mean, you know... If, it makes sense. It makes sense that more, you know, white people would be nominated in a country where there are more white people. Now, having said that, Hispanics is... I mean, Hispanic is actually the race that I think is the second largest um, percentage in this country right now. So it's interesting that we think of it as a black and white issue when it's so much broader. Oh than yeah, that. it's very broad. So and I learn more and more as I choose to pay attention to the topic. Yeah. So that it's coming into the Oscars, I think is isn't a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that this is talked about. No. You know, it's just something no, that's like, hey, let's thing. all work together. But it did make me think of Lapita, right? Like, well, didn't she win an Oscar just a couple years ago? Uh, well, she was in um, 12 Years a Slave, yeah. and I don't remember if she actually won the award. I think she did. Um, Didn't she? Oh, she's so beautiful. Yeah. And then she gets in Star Wars, and she's- A voice. <laughs> just the voice of a Somebody a said little... she was Lapita, and I was like, wait, or Lapita was in the movie. I was like, wait, I did not see her. She's the female Yoda. 
She's not the female Yoda. Yeah. That's what Maz basically is, right? I mean, she's... Why are we talking about Star Wars? Stop. Because we always should be talking about Star Wars. <laughs> that is where it always should come back to. Uh, well, that was Peruse the News, where we each take... A stab at a few things. Here, I'll do it this time. Happening in the news. If you ever have something that you want us to cover, you can put it in the chat. If you ever have a... What am I supposed to do? Change my voice? Yeah. All right, you do the do this. Wow. Hold on, I gotta wind up. And that was Peruse the News. Wow. I just said it. Uh-huh. I just didn't say it like you said it. That's right. Because hmm. it has to be a thing. Hmm. All right. Uh, hmm. Who do you want to think today? Man, I'm kind of bummed. I had so much more to talk about in my news. <laughs> well, you only get three. Ugh. You got to do uh, You got to do the, the, the culling, you know? <laughs> Have some sort of lottery for all your news articles that you want to talk feel, about. I feel like I should just like post somewhere my favorite articles that I find all the time. You could do that. You absolutely could do that. People would love that. It requires more work. That is true. But if you guys want it, tell me. <laughs> I'll make it happen. I mean, I do what my fans loves. Erin and Danae at Patreon.com. If you have not yet visited our Patreon site, there's a couple reasons to do so. One, you get to see a video from us that we recorded when we first launched our Patreon page. It's kind of fun. It gives you an introduction into why we do what we do and our goals. Um, I have asked Aaron if we can update that video and he said yes. We can. So we're going to work on that because we have launched the podcast network thanks to the support of a few patrons, patrons I should say. And we like to thank those patrons throughout the weeks and months. Uh, Christy, today, thank you for your support of the show. Um, what we're doing here is really different. We're doing a network show. So on Tuesdays, we do Shoe the Dough. On Wednesdays, we do New Music Digest. And on Fridays, we do Sif Pop. And all of that is made possible by our patron support at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. Support starts anywhere from a dollar a month all the way up. And there are perks if you give, including you get to have the show early mm-hmm. and then some extra extra stuffs further up the line. You can read more about that at the, the link at our website. Patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. All right. Ready for some random tandem action? Random tandem action. All right. So. Random show. (laughs) Tandem or tandem randomness. Tandem and the random show. That was good. No, that's good. I think that should stick. I think (laughs) that should be the intro anytime we do a random tandem. (laughs) This is where you take the floor and let us know what you would like us to talk about. So it's kind of scary for us or at least scary for me because it's operating uh without a net in many ways perhaps it's about clorox wet wipes is that what it's about I don't did somebody know. already suggest clorox wet wipes i don't know i don't know hey one of the perks mentioned in the com- uh, in the comments as we look at the comments for your ideas is a chance to win a midnight breakfast at perkins with team dna <laughs> that's a fantastic idea i'm down for that i'm down for that i love me some breakfast food I'm going to eat some breakfast food. I might have to substitute Denny's, though, over hey, Perkins. can we, as a segue for breakfast food, do the bacon and rain thing? Because we're still waiting on some ideas and to come in on the chat. Why don't you talk Why don't you talk about your favorite breakfast food? Well, you want me to talk about my favorite breakfast food? Sure. Eggs. <laughs> they come in packages. <laughs> and... They're made out of 
stuff inside of a chicken. <laughs> They're made out of stuff inside of the chicken. It's it's formed magically. Uh-huh. And it just shoots right out of them. And and what happens is see little fairies come and they collect this magical food and uh-huh. they walk it over to a container nice. and then it's transported to my refrigerator. That's very nice. Very where, nice. Where I decide how I'm going to make my egg or eggs. Depending. Recently, I discovered that I don't enjoy hard-boiled eggs when it's kind of still a little yolky, runny on the inside. Uh-huh. I like them hard. Like, okay. I like a hard, like all the way through. The yolk needs to be a s- solid wow. experience. You discovered that recently? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I made hard-boiled eggs. Uh-huh. But I took them out of the water too fast. And so, and I cut one open because I was like, <gasps> and I cut it open and it was kind of still runny, not like a ton, but just, it was still a little squeak, squeak, squishy on the inside. <laughs> so. That wasn't good. No. Not for a hard boiled egg. Though, it was good. Like it. it was good right then because it was still warm, you know, so I went ahead and ate that one. Mm-hmm. And then I put them back on the boil for another few minutes and then took them off and I opened up another one. It was still a little bit too much. I was like, maybe if I just leave them, you know cooking for a little longer. Mm-hmm. So then I put them in a pickle jar to pickle them, to try to see if I liked pickled eggs because I wanted to try that. You didn't know when you said talk about eggs that I had a whole <laughs> no, bunch to talk about. No, I had no idea. I don't idea know why you asked me to talk we... about eggs, but you did. So I just here figured, we are. You know, we're in a random tandem. You might as well, if that's the topic that was brought up. Was eggs food. with salt and lemon and a bit of Tajin, Tajin, Monstrix. I don't know that. I'm going to look it up. That's hmm. how Monstrix eats eggs. Have you ever eaten a raw egg? No, have you? Yes. <gasps> of course. That seems wrong. Why is that wrong? Seasoning with lime. Salmonella? You worried about salmonella? All right, it's time for everybody's new favorite game show. <laughs> oh, we're transitioning. Bacon or rain? What is this? I have no idea okay. what you're about to do. So this is pretty simple. I will play okay. a sound for you. You tell me if that, that is the sound of bacon frying. Or the sound of rain falling. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I have no idea if this is going to work. I have no idea if this will be interesting at all, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we're going to give it a shot. Okay. Are you ready for your first guest? <sighs> ready. Feel free to play along at home in the chat live or listening to your podcast. See if you can determine if this is bacon or rain. I'm bacon, bacon or rain? Bacon or rain? I'm saying bacon on that one. Danae goes bacon. How we feel in the chat? Okay. Okay. Danae says bacon. Let's listen one more time. I changed my mind. mind. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I'm going rain. I'm going rain. All right. Now listen. You only get to answer either bacon <gasps> or rain. Well, I uh, everybody did. in the chat's now saying bacon. I know. I, I'm going rain. You're going rain. Everybody yeah. else is saying bacon. <laughs> I'm so nervous. This is bacon. Uh, this is bacon. I switched. I switched. All right. I switched. Are you ready for the next one? I won't doubt myself next time. All right. Number two. Is this bacon or rain? You don't have to say that every time. I'm saying bacon. Bacon today says bacon. Everybody's going to say rain. 
rain. We have it's a rain. It's funny because um, I said I wasn't going to doubt myself anymore. <laughs> but who, am I who am I kidding? I doubt myself all the time. I'm constantly wondering if I'm making the right decisions in my life. <laughs> uh, I all right. What are you seeing? It, People are, uh, another there's vote for another bacon. Rain, there's another vote for bacon. Here, play it again. All right. Let, hold on. I'm, I'm not there right now. Give me a second. All right, so we here are it is again. Complaints here it is again. That this is a cruel game. Here it is. Making them hungry. Isn't that hilarious? It goes back and forth in your brain, doesn't it? Oh, raking. Raking. <laughs> it is raking. Uh, is it bacon or is it rain? This is bacon. Uh, that is bacon. It's that popping noise. Like it's kind of like, is that really popping or is right, it not right, right, right. popping? Right. No, okay. I understand. How many more do we have? Uh, as many as you want to do. Wow. All right, you ready this for is this a one? Thing? This, this is a, a thing. This is a thing. Okay. This is a bacon or rain thing. Right. All right. Is this bacon or is this rain? Oh, that's rain for sure. A hundred percent. That's rain. You think that's right? hundred percent. That's right. A hundred percent. That's right. hundred percent. Why are you rain. so sure? Because it sounds I tell like you rain what it hitting is. a tarp. Hitting a tarp. Yeah, it's like very consistently hitting at the same speed. It's got to be rain. Because rain hits at the same speed. Like it's like there's this pattern to it. Like you know, okay, rainfall. Okay, okay. Like a, a cloud will release uh-huh. rain, and it usually kind of comes down in a particular pattern, unless it's getting heavier or lighter. But you know, it comes down like pretty. Uh, consistently and steadily. Mm-hmm. Bacon doesn't seem to have a lot of consistency to it. It's just sort of like pop, pop, pop. Put it pop so pop, pop. Danae feels like she's found the magic. I'm just saying that one's got to be right 100% the, right. The magic formula that you can use when trying come to decide on. if what you're listening Tell to me. is bacon come on, or Come rain. on, come on, come on. I have to know. I have to know. Uh, here it is one more time. Yes, that one is obviously rain. Uh-huh. Nicely done. Uh-huh. Nicely done. I have patted myself on the back. Spartan Knight in the comments says, it's a pig crying because it's been turned into bacon. You're a vegan. That is sad. That is sad. All right. Uh, how about this one? Bacon or rain? I'm saying rain. That's rain. I'm or saying rain. saying rain. What did anybody in the in the comments say? Well, here, here you go. One more time. We've got a bacon. We've got a rain. Bacon, rain. I'm saying rain. I'm saying rain. Danae is sure this is rain. It is bacon. What? That was bacon. What? This is bacon frying right here. With a fan blowing? <laughs> no. Bacon. Bacon doesn't make that. I mean, oh my goodness, that bacon is frying fast. Uh huh. Uh, it's fast frying bacon. You thought that you had- is a restaurant during rush hour in the morning. Okay, okay, okay. Enough. You Ooh. thought you had your secret formula, and you just, it didn't work on that one. I didn't say that I had a secret formula. You did, Mister Dicer. All right, all right, all right. How about this you one? Watch yourself. You better check yourself. Fly <laughs> look at that. Sorry. So what are so what I'm are you out of out of four? Spunky. You're two out of four, right? Two um, right, two wrong. I'd like to think that I have done really well. <laughs> you have, you have. <laughs> All right, here's another one: bacon or rain? Really, Aaron? Every time? <laughs> yes, every time. Okay, okay. Go ahead. 
That's that's it. That's it. That's wow, all you get on that one. one. Bacon or rain? I need to hear it one more time. One more time. Once. All right. Once more, and then we'll we'll say we've got rain, bacon, a bacon train. Bacon or rain? I'm gonna say rain. Denise says rain. I'm gonna say rain all the times now. It is bacon. I hate this game. <laughs> love this game. I love it. I am getting hungry. I love this game so much. The chat called it. They said this was going to be a cruel this game. This is a torturous game. Yeah. All right. How about this one? Is this bacon or rain? Oh, Aaron, you're killing me, man. Rain. It's rain, everyone. <laughs> Say rain. <laughs> Tell the man it's rain. <laughs> I think that's rain. I think the rains are easier to identify. Clearly not. <laughs> Clearly some of us have a problem. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to hear it one more time? Nope. Yes. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, I love that sound. That was a great sound. I like how That's... it fades out, kind of like the rain is passing away. So this is interesting. If you go by your gut emotional instinct on this, does it make me happy or does it make me hungry? Like maybe that's where you should go. Like you should just let your your instinct tell you whether you're happy or hungry. Whether it's like calming. Do they or... have one where bacon is being fried in a rainstorm? <laughs> no. Because that would be awesome. That would be amazing. All right. Ready for one more? No. Yes. Here we go. Wow, guys. Is this bacon? Or is it rain? <laughs> or rain. Someone's in the bathroom. It's immediately what it sounded like. There was some as a toilet. There's just that is personal time. There's that is bacon coming out in shoots. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I, I can't believe I took it there. <laughs> I I'm done with the game. I'm ready to stop. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Is that bacon or is it rain? Or is it somebody in the bathroom? <laughs> Which is it? What do you say? Bacon. Nicely done. There you go. See, you redeemed yourself. Is that what I did? Uh-huh. All right, one more. Aaron Dicer. <laughs> okay, fine. Put your phone this, down. This is the this is my favorite game of all time. Put your phone down. I think we should play this every single random tandem. Is it bacon or is it rain? No. No, it really is interesting, though, right? To think of two things so different that sound that similar that you wouldn't be able to identify them by sound. I love that. It's it is cool. fascinating. And it's a game that makes perfect sense on a podcast, which is why it's fun to play as well. Well, I'm glad you found it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sorry that it upset you so much. And now you're so hungry. No, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like getting hangry. It's like you feel yourself starting to like salivate. Uh-huh. And you don't know what's going on, but suddenly you're smelling it. And what is it about bacon? Like, what? There's just something so, like, bacon. Like, you just gotta have it. <laughs> what is it about bacon? It's so bacon. <laughs> it is. That's it's so. You can't explain it in any other way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for those who are ready for this game to be over. We're still gonna talk about bacon for a long time. What's the weirdest thing you've ever had bacon on? Oh, I don't know. Do you put it on other things other than like, like obviously like with eggs, like a, you know, bacon, egg and cheese sandwich kind of thing. Mm -hmm, burgers mm -hmm. goes great with burgers. 
Bacon I, fries goes good on fries, salads. Wow, you are not helping the hangriness. <laughs> You're not. Um, I think sometime it was paired with chocolate. There was some kind of like a chocolate bacon. Thing. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? I don't remember. Because I've seen like the bacon maple cupcakes, those kind of things where they put bacon on sweet stuff. That's like a no thank you for me. Like I, I don't want my bacon messed up by sweetness. I don't know why, but I've always wanted to try one of those like flowers where they take it and then they like curl it up and make it look like little petals. Like it's like a bacon bouquet. Like a bacon bouquet? Yeah. You just want to try one? It's just bacon. Because you, because it, it'd be interesting to eat a flower. Kinda, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's something about that that's intriguing to me, and I don't know what <laughs> it is. I think it's probably marketing because they take a photo of of it, and mm-hmm. it looks delicious. Yes. You know, I remember when I was a kid seeing how they make the any kind of a commercial for food, mm-hmm. and I have never been able to get over that they used glue. Instead of milk for the oh, commercials for, the cereal. for cereal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really upset me. Really? Yeah. I felt like it was wasteful. <laughs> 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 I guess I have always been very concerned about wasting food. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. But it also was intriguing to me at the same time because then I wanted to know how they made all of the different. Right. Like, how do you make everything look good on camera? Yeah. Like, they don't, they, they glaze things, but they don't glaze them in edible stuff. They probably like, give them that sheen with some sort of chemical or something. I feel like restaurants don't do it well though, because restaurants will oftentimes have the dessert tray or the little thing that they bring around. They show you the different desserts Yeah, and they've sometimes the restaurant will like cover them in some sort of wax or they'll spray them. Right. Yeah, exactly. And they won't replace them regularly. And so they're dirty. So they're dirty and they start to like look like, like falling apart uh-huh. underneath the film and it's just disgusting looking. Mm-hmm. I've, I have, I would, I feel like, you know, like as a good person, as a good patron, I should say something about this. I should say something and not, not in like a rude stick your finger in my food kind of a way. Like I'm trying to be mean. And so, mm-hmm. you're, you know, like I don't want to cause a ruckus, but that's not the best way to sell dessert. You mm-hmm. should, you should make a dessert. Like you, should you should make it, make it, make it fresh. But then what about wasting food, like you said? I mean, like, replace it semi-regularly. Like, maybe once every few days. Mm-hmm. Fake food once every few days? Or, or real food? hire a company to make it out of foam. <laughs> Something like that, just, you know, you paint it. <laughs> yeah, because when it's all dirty like that, it's hard to live in denial about what might be on it. Or just take a picture of it and it. stick it in the menu, which mm-hmm. I think is the best option. Menus are good. Yeah. Do you ever do the menu comparison to the real thing that shows up? Oh, yeah. I think that's why they take the menus away at most restaurants. <laughs> they don't want you to have a comparison. <laughs> yeah. They don't want you to look back at what you thought you ordered and then what actually came. Yeah. And how it looks. There's a couple times I've been disappointed. Oh, for sure. My my favorite one that I ever had was I decided to get one of those, um, like a volcano cake or something where it's like a chocolate cake and then you cut into it and there's like this molten... Mm chocolate lava yeah. on the inside um and it comes and it's just like it's it's almost like they made like a little hut out of brownies or something <laughs> it wasn't i couldn't i could 
kind of cut through it. But like I was like, tink, tink, tink. Like I was. Hey, I ordered the chocolate lava volcano cake. You brought me a brownie hut. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is not what I ordered. Yeah. Yeah. I I was I was so shocked. Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. We thought you ordered the brownie hut. (laughs) We'll bring you back the thing. Like like a little popsicle, chocolate popsicle on the inside. I don't know. I like delicious desserts. Yeah. Well, it's good that they're they they you know they let you know what's there so that you can have an accurate you know that's the thing for me. Just give me an accurate representation so I know what I'm getting into. That's mm-hmm. what I'd like. Don't I, lie to me. Because I like yeah exactly. Or put in your menu cookie. <laughs> And then when it comes out, it's this really elaborate cookie so that your expectations just went up. Reverse the expectations. Of course, for someone like you, you probably would be upset because you're like, (laughs) I just wanted a cookie. That's right. I didn't want an elaborate dessert. Listen, that is a genius. The reverse expectation menu is a genius idea. Make your food look as awful as possible. So when it comes, it's like, this is why the Fast and Furious movies are popular. Okay? Because they look awful. But you go and you're like, huh. It is what it is. That's fun. I would have not ever made that. <laughs> I don't this, is, this is my brownie <laughs> hut. It's Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, and my brownie hut. That's how it works. All right. You want to finish with a one-word story? No. Yes, you do. One-word stories are the worst. All right. We are going to do a one-word oh. story to finish oh. this off. No. As we do with like every random tandem. minutes. We can't do a five-minute one-word story. We sure can. Oh, Lord in heaven. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have to go all five minutes. We will go till the story has completed itself. Okay. You prepping yourself? No, I can't prep myself for stuff like this. But I hope it's not about bacon and rain because I'm done with that stuff. You're now. done with bacon and rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to make it about uh, the bugs that live in our homes? Bugs? You want to go bugs? All right. One-word story. I guess nodding doesn't work for podcasts, does it? About insects. I have agreed to the insect story. There we go. Once there was a insect named Roger Pulowski. (laughs) (laughs) Roger Pulowski was very sneaky. Because he was afraid of getting squished. So he hatched a plan to avoid squishing himself (laughs) by creating a invisible cloak. One day, Roger Pulowski <laughs> put his invisible cloak on and roamed around the house with no <laughs> fear. <laughs> okay, all right. All right. <sighs> Suddenly, there. Came a noise. Roger Pulowski <laughs> turned toward the noise and screamed, Hey! 
hair. <laughs> Why did he do that? <laughs> then he wondered. Why? Him? I screaming. Because I'm now not invisible. <laughs> then the noise became louder. And Roger Pulowski <laughs> started trembling. <laughs> nice, nice. He leapt into the air and thrust his wings outward. But the wings were not covered by the cloak. So the noise looked and saw floating wings and freaked out. <laughs> then Roger Pulowski <laughs> It shouldn't be that funny. <laughs> but it is. Thought uh, oh. <laughs> I'm in trouble now. And so the noise swatted at Roger. The noise screamed. Hey! Wingalings! What is that? Wingaling! <laughs> That's very afraid, so it doesn't make right. any sense. No, I get it. I like, get it's it. just panicking. No, I got it. I totally, totally understood. Totally. totally understood. Yeah, yeah. And the noise didn't make bacon <laughs> <laughs> anymore. The end. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Whoa. How did we find that Woo! ending? Very nice. I don't know how that. That was. That may have been the best one word story in a long time. That was. That was really good. I think we should. We should return someday. Oh man, I'm really hoping someone decides to animate these. <laughs> that would be fun. If an animator decided to animate the one word stories. Yeah. That would be a blast. Yeah. Well, there it is. There's the end of our show, guys. Thanks so much for shooting the dough with us today. Shoe the Dough is part of the Shoe the Dough podcast network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough. That's M-I-X-L-R.com slash Shoe the Dough. You can also find out more about uh, Aaron and Danae. That's us at AaronandDanae.com. Huge thank you to Meg for doing today's Woo! intro. We love that. If you would like to do the intro to the next Shoe the Dough podcast, head over to our website, AaronAndDanae.com, and you'll see the script right there at the top. Just click on it and send it to us. Meg sent it to us straight from her iPhone. That's right. Just did it right there on the iPhone, sent it our way, and it was played for today. So thanks, Meg, for doing that. Also, thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the intro music to Shoe the Dough. And, of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and other shows on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. You can support. It starts at a dollar a month and comes with some fun perks. 
You can find out more at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. Also, if you know of a podcast or have a podcast idea that you'd like to see on the network, let us know. All feedback is welcome at Aaron and Danae at gmail.com. And now we go to invent the astronomers. Oh. This is a line of stuffed animals, maybe. We really do need to get an animator. <laughs> we have so many fun ideas. They just need to be put into physical form somehow. Uh-huh. Like, I, I sense, like, the astronomers come together to form, like, one big, you know, fighting robot or something like that. Can we make them, like, you know, transformers in that way? What was that other show? With the with Power the, Rangers, right? Oh no, no, no! And they all with, merge together into one big thing. You're thinking of the one with, with the like the Pumas. What? <laughs> Wasn't there a show with the like the like Thundercats? Didn't they? Didn't they merge? <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Voltron! It was Voltron! I knew that. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.